Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, si, senor. Dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications combat. You know, we're almost out of week. This is Thursday. We're almost running out of week. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Joe Biden's classified documents. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Indeed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's a bit of a feeding frenzy going on. This is like an old-fashioned scandal, the kind we haven't seen in a long time, where every media outlet thinks, oh, you think you got a good angle? We've got a better angle. Which and I'm shocked by I was shocked by it until a listener, to quote the good book, took the scales from my eyes. I'm dumb as a rock, dumb as a post, dumb as a dog, dumb as a box of hair. One of our listeners nailed it. And and what? Oh, here's the big finish on the song. Here we go. Ready? Doug Severinsen, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. It has been a long time, certainly in the Trump era, this never happened, where you got this sort of uh, scandal-feeding frenzy where uh, CBS, ABC, NBC, The Post, everybody, they're like on, you know, piggybacking each other, trying to outdo their scoops on a story. And that's what's happening with the Biden uh, found classified documents. So why do you think that's happening? 
Well, I will tell you, I, I thought this would be played down and tutted yeah, away sure. as it was at the beginning. Uh, and I, I, I would like to quote one of our beloved listeners uh, directly, but it's over there on the uh, printer in the corner of the studio. But uh, they pointed out, look, essentially, you got a senile old man and his latest bizarre pronouncements at the Thanksgiving table are, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to run again. And you think, what? No, no. We can't have Bada Kefka run again. Let's cut him, him off at the knees. You think they're trying to drive him out of office? Yeah, well, the other so thing get, she said, our beloved listener, was, I probably watched too much House of Cards. But. Yeah, I'm not sure I buy <laughs> well, that. Well, not Baldo. out of office, but weaken him so that he can't run again. I'm not sure I buy that, but uh, there's, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's unusual that this well, is he's happening. already a handicapped duck. With the Republicans in charge of Congress. So he's not going to be able to accomplish anything. So, no, they just need to weaken him to the point that he's clearly not the guy to run. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't, I don't. It's I don't clearly buy, the truth. I don't buy a conspiracy theory like that. But CBS broke the original story. Then NBC broke the story yesterday that are classified documents at a second location. And then all three of the major TV networks were grilling KJP. On the on her uh, podium yesterday, asking her about this. How, how do you explain this? How do you explain that? I flip on CNN, and there's Jake Tapper with the reporter saying, it's hard to explain why this information didn't come out before the election. What is the White House saying? I mean, so it's wow. everybody's got an angle on this in a way, like I said, I haven't, I don't remember the last time this has happened. That's so interesting. I had to turn off Jake Tapper the other day because he was so nakedly, shamelessly partisan. He's, he's lost to me. He's just, I used to have a fair amount of respect for him, but that's over. So um, uh, so where do you think this is going? The second location with the classified information, which hasn't been disclosed yet, and that's its own question, why, why what's going on there? Somebody knows. Well, f- there's all kinds of questions that are interesting. Who leaked this story in the first place? Now, that, I could believe, is somebody... With an angle on running for the White House or doesn't think Biden would be a good candidate. that that Somebody somebody leaked that story to CBS News originally. There you go, folks. He's coming around. He's I don't, coming well, around. I'm not coming He's around. He's thought it through. He's thinking it through. I'm not coming around to all the media being in on it. But um, uh, somebody leaked that story originally. And then how did the story stay quiet for a week? His lawyers knew about it for a week. The Justice right. Department knew about it the day before the election. Now this new batch of uh, documents, uh, classified information, what location is that? And the speculation is, uh, is the bombshell that we're about to get probably today, because it's not going to be able to keep this a secret, it was at his house. Because if mm. it's at his house, then it gets really close to the Trump story of, well, okay, so you raided that house, you didn't raid this house. Now there's reasons for that. But... Yeah. Um, it still it does really muddy the waters on the whole thing in terms of going after Trump, prosecuting Trump. If you have a story this similar, even with all the differences, right. makes it tough for the Justice Department. The differences that seem to be at this point. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Oh, where is it? So we don't know where that second uh, no. location is. No. Hunter's favorite hoe house. Maybe his crack dealer. Well, that's, I don't know. that's just an, asking. That's another speculation that I think I heard on NBC. Was uh, is was it somewhere like the house where Hunter would have had access to the to the? I mean, that would be a juicy story as a crackhead. 
<laughs> wow. Because uh, uh, Uncle Joe, a great grandpa, he, he spent like 150 days in Delaware, right? So far in his term, it's some, uh, don't quote me on the number, but it's a hell of a lot. So it does not defy, uh, you know, credulity that he might be looking over documents there and, I don't know, uh, put a few in the recycling bin. I don't know. At some point, doesn't somebody have to say, Look, everything gets classified. Here's here's the the lunch menu for our latest staff meeting. That's classified. It's it's, it's just it's silly. We got to do better at classifying stuff. If I'm the Biden camp, this is what I do. I abandoned any concern about weakening the case against Trump and and save my own skin and yes. go with what you were just saying. 100%. I don't care I don't care if it helps Trump. It helps me also. Let's just go with look the last three presidential candidates have had classified information. Clearly, we've got too many classified things that people think, hey, this is something I need to have on my computer, at my house, whatever. Mm. Uh, so let's take it. You know, I think I would go with that. <laughs> well, and as spin goes, the whole, we turned it over immediately as soon as we found it. Trump was holding out. That's decent enough spin. Sure. Sure. And because and, you're right, I think you're 100 percent right. There's no way to thread that needle of well, what Joe Biden did was so fundamentally different. Uh, Donald Trump needs to be in Leavenworth for what he did. <laughs> I mean, it's just you're not going to get that done. No, politically, that doesn't work real well. Right. Um, I am so surprised. I thought this story you could count on the, the grains of sand on the beach. The number of legitimate news stories that have been ignored by the mainstream media to the point of ordering Twitter to 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 uh, quash any account that dared breathe about Hunter's laptop, for instance. I mean, extreme measures have been taken to quash any news story that might hurt the left. And yet they're all hot and bothered for this one. You got to admit, that's a little odd. Yeah. It's surprising. Yeah, it, it's very surprising. Um. One more note on this. We could start the show officially. The uh, um, One of the people from the dispatch, Sarah Esger, who's a lawyer, she worked in the Justice Department um, on, in the, the Trump administration. Uh, she said there are distinctions between Trump and Biden's handling of the documents. They're, ma- they're, they're making that point that, look, they're not the same if anybody is claiming. But, she said, having worked in the Justice Department, those differences aren't nearly enough to allow the DOJ to move forward with only one investigation. You're either going to have to investigate both with a special counsel or neither. It's just not going to work. Well, and is it time to revive the lock her up chant about Hillary, <laughs> who is guilty of many, many offenses? Or I like people going with the lock them up chant, where just everybody gets locked up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Put them in, you know, a big communal cell, like, uh, you know, your Mexican prison or your Turkish prison, where you don't have cells so much. You're just locked up in a building, a giant courtyard behind bars. And everybody's kind of out in the open interacting and all. You got Biden in there. You got Trump. You got Hillary. Who knows who else? The current president, the former president, and the former secretary of state all in the same cell. That'd be good. Pence would probably do go in to do mission work, Bible study, you know, teach literacy, that sort of thing. It's like that... Uh... It's like that diner where uh, James Dean and Humphrey Bogart are eating. So that's what it's like. Right. Marilyn Monroe and Elvis. Yeah. Let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, January 12th, the year 2023. We are Armstrong again, and we approve this program. All right. Let's begin laughing to keep from crying precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Leaping into action at Mark. We were told it was... You know, some bat biting a cat, and the cat bit some guy in the wet market in Wuhan. 
Steve Scalise explaining the need for a origin of COVID subcommittee in the Congress. What did he say there about a cat biting or a, a, a bat? Heard a right bat bit a cat and it bit a guy in a wet market or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, don't I mean, trust China. A, I don't, sir. Thank you. Here's the other story that needs to be looked into is why were 10,000 flights canceled or delayed yesterday when our entire system went down for the first time since 9-11, our entire flying apparatus coast to coast was shut down. 3,000 flights canceled, 7,000 delayed. Um, uh, And the interesting wrinkle that has now come out, and Canada's did the same thing? At roughly the same time? What? So uh, they haven't ruled out. They're saying they don't think it was a cyber attack. They're not ruling it out completely. I don't know if you could ever rule anything out completely. But the fact that Canada's did the same thing, more or less, is really odd. You know, I'm reminded, and I realize this is a little odd, but you you mentioned 9-11. When one plane hit the World Trade Center, that was... That was crazy. When the second one hit, everybody knew. Yeah, right. And I'm reminded that, wait a minute, Canada's system, unless they're closely interconnected. Maybe they were using the same. In a way I don't compromise. We have a lot of folks in the airline industry who listen. If you have any insight, any thoughts, uh, please email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. As always, you will be completely anonymous. We've never gotten a source in trouble. You have a thought, Michael? If we were attacked, they're not going to tell us. Uh, Yeah, and they probably shouldn't. They probably shouldn't. Yeah, well, so the explanation is, no, it wasn't a cyber attack. It was some sort of software mishap that went wrong. Isn't that kind of similar to what a software uh, cyber attack would be? Um, uh, we rebooted. Everything's great. <laughs> we unplugged it, waited 10 seconds, counted right. to 10, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, plugged it back in, and all the planes were flying. So uh, It's super. Nothing to see here, <laughs> folks. Anyway, more on that coming up and a lot of the stories of the day. How does mail bag look? Oh, it's actually quite good. We have an edition of California's Crumbling. Uh, all sorts of great stuff today. Cool. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats. 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The challenge today is going to be squeezing in everything we have to talk about. Interesting, controversial, important, stimulating, hilarious. Uh, We'll touch on it all right now. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Continuing on with our series from Abraham Lincoln. I've paired these two quotes together. Number one. The probability that we may fail in the struggle ought not to deter us from the support of a cause we believe to be just. Mm-hmm. Love that. So there are times, uh, perhaps even I have bellowed into the microphone, that we're screwed. And some days I think that, but uh, the fight goes on. You know, rather go down fighting than just, you know, meekly accept the, 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 the excesses and grotesqueries. Of those yeah. who would ruin the country. Man, that's a tough one. I mean, there's there's a lot of great quotes that are, you know, you really enjoy, but they're 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 tough in practicality. For instance, like that's what the Freedom Caucus would say about holding strong against Kevin McCarthy. You know, rather than go down meekly, we're gonna stand for what we believe is right. Yeah, well, you gotta compromise so you can all get together and get anything accomplished. Um Am I wrong? I think you're trying to undermine one of the great quotes of mankind, and I won't have it. <laughs> The second Lincoln quote is, with malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right, as God gives us the to see the right, let us strive on to finish the work we are in to bind up the nation's wounds. Yeah, I have no problem with that one. You gotta keep digging. Oh, thank you. Lincoln <laughs> thanks you for your approval. Oh, my gosh. Mailbag. Uh, oh Interestingly enough, the Lincoln theme continues in Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. This is from Stan. He says, guys, I've been a listener of the show since I was eight years old in the car on the way to school. Been a religious four-hour listener via podcast since my freshman year of college. That's nice, man. Thanks, I buddy. And I think he thinks that that's a compliment. It is. And all it does is make me think I've got one foot in the grave. This guy's what is he, 56? Has four so kids negative. three grandkids. <laughs> exactly. He's picking out his burial plot, he's sold. He's <laughs> listening since he was a little kid. <laughs> Anyway, Jack, again with the negativity. Oh, let's see. Anyway, I heard yesterday that Joe Biden was born closer to Lincoln's second, take two, born closer to Lincoln's second inauguration than to his own. Um, 1861. Pretty obviously true, yeah. And he was born in 42 because he's the same age as my mom, Biden. So 81 years. No, it doesn't. The math does not check out. It would be closer to his to Lincoln's than his second inauguration by a couple of years, I think. 
64 if, to if 42. If my figures are off, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's damn close, though. I mean, it's, it's extraordinary either way. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is quite amazing. Wow. That is, wow. Re- yeah, it's really close. Yeah. Wow. He's, Thanks, Stan. So, so Biden was born roughly equidistant from Lincoln giving an inaugural address and him giving an inaugural address. That is stunning. Holy crappings. Wow. And uh, I find I found the email from avid listener Christy. Guys, just spitballing here, but my guess is that many would like nothing more than to have a different Democratic candidate to run in 2024 than old sleepy Joe Badahatakefcare. Could the sudden discovery of all these documents uh, be a way to bid him adieu and substitute someone in like pretty, pretty Gavin? Perhaps some of these documents existed all along, but I probably watched too many episodes of House of Cards. There you have it. Well, somebody did tip off CBS about the documents, and it's very possible that they had a reason for that. Uh, oh, yeah. I Like I said, I'm, I'm not as willing to go clear down the road that CBS and NBC are working together to try to bring him down. No, no, but somebody gave him a fairly hot tip. But, mm-hmm. you know, I would expect those uh, networks to play this story down, and I've been surprised. Yeah. But the idea that there's a faction of the Democratic Party that doesn't think the soon-to-be 82-year-old candidate is a bad idea, of course there's a faction. He's a better I mean, idea. That's than, a crazy idea. You know, he's a better idea than Gavin Newsom. Uh, well, they don't know that yet. Uh, let's see. Moving along. Guys, found your show Find your show very entertaining. You're discussing car loans, loan rates, $1,000 car payments, which are more and more uh, common. Why don't you tell your listeners the most responsible and economical smart way to buy a car is to save up and pay cash. Yep. And you will, you know, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday who was uh, buying their cell phones on the monthly payment. You will buy differently if you pay cash for things. You just will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, once you get in the habit of saving up your pennies and buying stuff with cash, you will love it. I realize it feels impossible in the modern world uh, just because many companies make many dollars convincing you that that's a bad idea. It's a really good idea. Plus, you buy differently. You'll buy the slightly cheaper phone if you're paying cash for it. You spread it out over the payments. You think, ah, oh, what difference does it make? We're Dave Ramsey. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, we're going to catch you up on a whole bunch of stories. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden said yesterday that he was surprised by the news that classified documents were found in his old think tank office and added he wasn't sure what was in the files. Ah, uh, yes, the old grandpa caught shoplifting maneuver. Uh, what's that? There's something in my pocket. Oh, Charleston Chew. How could that happen? After classified documents were found in his old think tank office, President Biden said yesterday, people know I take classified documents, classified information seriously. He then added, even the aliens at Area 51 know that. Damn it! Uh, and that joke was uh, last night. We now have reporting from NBC that everybody has jumped on that a second location they have found classified documents. And his lawyers are said to be searching other locations for more cl- possible classified documents. So I'm not exactly sure how the whole I take classified documents seriously standard <laughs> holds up if there are like three or four locations where you have them stored. What would it look like if you were lax about <laughs> classified <laughs> documents, for instance? If you didn't. Hey, I wonder how many people actually disagree with me. I mean, like normal people, not media insider beltway talking heads, but normal people. When I say there's no way Joe Biden is the nominee and runs again, there's just not. He's too old. I mean, on the left, the young left, he's a joke because of his age and his his, his, his senility and the rest. That's of it. interesting. One of my favorite. Well, you said excluding insiders, you know, beltway mm-hmm. insiders. Yeah. One of my favorite podcasts. It was a bit of an argument with a whole bunch of different people from Commentary Magazine, and now they're all on board that Joe Biden is running. So we'll see. Okay. Um, Yeah, we will see. God willing, yeah. I would say this whole documents thing, for whatever reason that got it started, would have been the lead story. If it weren't for the airlines thing yesterday, it would have been the lead story on NBC News, ABC News, CBS News, Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN. Because it was the second story on all of those yesterday, I checked. Surprising. So it would have been the lead story on all of those, and might be the lead story on all of those today. So they do have a bit of a problem to deal with. More on that later. The The latest inflation... Information is out. We got December's numbers now, and inflation has slowed for a sixth straight month. So you remember it peaked in June at just over 9%. In November, it was just over 7%. It's now 6.5 for December, 6.5 for December. That's the whole point of raising interest rates is to cool off the economy enough that inflation will go down eventually. But 6.5% is still, you know, I'm I'm not trying to come up with bad news here, but Six and a half percent is still awful compared to what we were used to. Yeah, we are squarely in the zone of we'd been getting punched in the face five times a day. Then it was four. Now we're getting punched in the face three times a day. It's a hell of a lot better than five times a day, but I'm not enjoying it. Taking a six and a half percent pay cut this year, you know, if it holds all year long, would be horrible. Yeah, indeed. Well, we uh, learned yesterday that the average car payment in the United States has gone up by something like 50 percent in the last year combination of uh, inflation in terms of the price of cars and the higher interest rates because the vast majority of people make uh, car payments. So my favorite uh, craziness, my favorite stat from yesterday was you telling us that the average new car is now almost 50 grand. Yes. Wow. So you have to I've got to admit, I I still had like 35 grand in my head. Yeah, exactly. You have to recalibrate things in your head for what's expensive and what's normal. Well, and it gets uh, harder as you get older. Signed, Grandpa, talking about the five-cent Nickelodeon machine. <laughs> right. There's still money left over for 
Take your best gal out. We used to go see the double feature. It would be Fatty Arbuckle and the Marx Brothers for a dime. A dime. Bingo. <laughs> anyway. Joe Biden says bingo. Uh, Michael, I forgot to warn you. I've got a, like an Asia-related feature here. Do you have anything uh, handy? It's Armstrong and Getty, look to the east. That's not bad. It's not good. Oh, this is the Chinese national anthem, correct? Correct. Since we're based yeah. in California, you don't mean like we're looking toward Utah or Ohio. You mean further east. You know, that's funny. I was thinking that that very thing, the east, the far east. If you've ever lived on the west coast, you think of Asia as west. Yeah. It's yeah. just right across the Pacific. Yeah. If you were going to go to Tokyo, you would get on a plane and head west. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a, That's based on the whole world being from the perspective of the Brits, right? For I, hundreds of years? I guess, yeah. Yeah, Europe, the Orient, yeah. which means the East. Mm. Yeah. Correct. Anyway, I, can't, I have no memory of what we're talking about. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, please turn this music off. What are you, closet communist, Michael? <laughs> Playing that accursed anthem of oppression and evil? Anyway, a couple of stories of great note from the West. U.S. and Japan uh, have jointly and separately made several uh, significant announcements about military alliances. Uh, In the deepening of the country's uh, strategic alliance, a Marine regiment on Okinawa is now going to be able to fire missiles at Chinese ships as necessary in the event of a Taiwan conflict. The ability of our troops to do various things that troops do are constrained by our agreements with Japan. But this is a major move saying, yeah, if you got to unleash hell from uh, the Marine bases, why don't you go ahead and do it? Uh, the announcement of uh, Prime Minister Fumia Kushida, uh, uh, da, da, da. his visit to Washington comes as his political standing is wavering somewhat, but it comes on the heels of Japan announcing a major hike in defense spending a new national security strategy that calls for counter-strike or long-range strike capability, enabling it to reach targets in mainland China and other developments. They have made a giant step down the road of moving from the post-WW2, we never fight anybody, all we do is defend ourselves, we have no offensive ability to project our power, to now significant investments in that ability plus authorizing the united states to do what we need to do from their ground all to counter china yeah japan uh, boosted their military budget so much it is now a record and they now i read i was trying to verify that i read that they are third only behind the united states and china in terms of the amount they're spending on their military so they're japan's getting serious and they have a history of being a a very militaristic population i don't know if they still are they took you know they took 80 years off really and got mm-hmm. into a weird insular culture where uh, people are into anime and grown men get panties out of uh, vending machines and all kinds of stuff. And they, like, lead the world in porn. So I don't know if they're still capable of putting together a scary army, but that certainly has been their history. Well, culturally speaking, conformity is enormously important in Japan in a way that it's not in the United States. And so if the uh, the fatherland calls upon them to serve in the military and, and follow orders, the Japanese people will do it. There you go. I'm not an expert on Japanese culture by any means, but I know something good about it. Good to have an ally like Japan and good for them to be so close to China. 
White House officials said, quote, Japan is stepping up big time and doing so in lockstep with the United States. Really interesting. Speaking of China, this is outrageous. This could well be the lead story, although just domestic political uh, eye gouging is is so sexy for news, uh, news outlets these days. That's generally their lead story. But um, the F, another development in the story I brought you a while ago. Um, the United States is escalating the fight over Chinese so-called police outposts. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. There's a nondescript six-story office building on a busy street in New York's Chinatown, writes the New York Times. Lists several mundane businesses in its lobby. Directory, engineering company, acupuncturist, accounting firm. More remarkable enterprise on the third floor is unlisted. A Chinese outpost suspected of conducting police operations without jurisdiction or diplomatic approval. One of more than 100 such outfits around the world that are unnerving diplomats and intelligence agents. Why is it unnerving diplomats? Because the scariest country on earth is setting up private prisons within your own country's borders? That bothers you? Good gosh, that's a crazy story. Police stations. Uh, Well summarized, sir. Uh, Police stations slash surveillance uh, outfits slash kidnapping uh, corporations. All to extend the mighty hand of the Communist uh, Party's power to any Chinese nationals or family members who might be U.S. citizens of Chinese nationals, making sure that they know you're within our grasp no matter where you are. FBI counterintelligence agents searched the building last fall as part of a criminal investigation being conducted with U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn. The search represents an escalation in a global dispute. Uh, Irish, Canadian, and Dutch officials have called for China to shut down police operations in their countries as well. The FBI raid, though, is the first known example of authority seizing materials from one of the outposts. That's working, by the way. I know a uh, dude works at a major university, and when the protests were going on a couple of weeks ago over zero COVID, this dude, an American who works at the university, was uh, asking a question of a colleague who's from China. Um, there is a Ph.D. person, and uh, they would not talk. They would just not say anything on that topic. Wow. These these these, wow. these secret jails and retribution back home, it works. So here's the way this works, and it's so interesting to me. Oh, boy. Hang on. Bless you. Allergies. Probably that new variant. It could be. Uh, my daughter uh, appears to have the vid again. Her coworker of hers went to a big wedding. Everybody got the vid. Now coworker has the vid. Now Delaney has a fever. Um, Coronavirus! I hope it's That's mild. right, Dr. Cardi. Uh, I hope it's mild and goes away like it is for most people, but I was in contact. It almost certainly will, yeah. I was in contact last night with somebody who's had long COVID for going on three years because they got first got COVID at the beginning of this thing, which oh. we're coming up on long COVID three years in. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. glad that didn't happen to you. Speaking of China. Yeah, thanks, China. How, how's your Wuhan lab coming along? How's the uh, protocols there? You got those uh, nailed down yet? Yeah, I keep working on it. Now, come anyway. on, China. Anyway, where were we? Ah, so the Chinese embassy in Washington on Wednesday said, oh, no, no, no. These outposts are staffed by volunteers who help Chinese nationals get, like, their driver's licenses renewed back home. That's it. They're the volunteers. But Chinese state news media reports Help dug them up. get their driver's licenses renewed. <laughs> hey, you're living in New York. You got to get it renewed way back there. And what's its province? And hey, how can we help? Maybe that's why they're there. We're here to make sure your magazine subscriptions don't lapse back home. 
I know. I noticed your fishing license back in Wuhan is about to expire. Can we help you with that? Yeah, that's what they're doing. But Chinese state media news reports. This is the Kami news reports. Reviewed by the New York Times, cite police and local Chinese officials by name and describe the operations very differently. They tout the effectiveness of the offices, which are frequently called overseas police service centers. Some reports describe the Chinese outposts collecting intelligence and solving crimes abroad without collaborating with local officials. Public statements leave it murky who exactly is running the office. Uh, They use different terminology. But so in the official Communist Party newspapers, they're talking about, hey, these outposts are really effective and uh, we, we solve crimes without involving the local authorities. Some of the crimes, of course, involve, I don't know, being disloyal to the Communist Party. Unbelievable. Uh, Western officials see the outpost as part of Beijing's larger drive to keep tabs on Chinese nationals abroad, including dissidents. The most notorious such effort is known as Operation Fox Hunt, in which Chinese officials hunt down fugitives abroad and pressure them to return home. If you don't want your daddy to go into a secret prison, maybe you want to come back and face trial. Yeah, unbelievable. The attention of this is just growing. There's quotes from various people in the EU, Japan. Italy, France, Britain, Germany, Hungary, the Czech Republic, and other nations have identified these outposts. Unbelievable. Yep, it really is. That's Armstrong and Getty. Look to the east or the west, depending on where you are. (laughs) You know, as national anthems go, it's not terrible. I mean, musically speaking. No, no, it's it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty pleasant, yeah. But uh, lyrics are not so jazzy. No, don't love that. Um, uh, Joe is a man outstanding in his field. You're not uh, any longer supposed to say f- uh, field. Joe or Bro- field work, we, certainly we, not. We ought, racist. To, we ought to mention that again just because that's so entertaining if you haven't heard that story. Um, among other things that we have to get to, uh, Joe Biden was just asked once again about the FAA system outage. Once again, his leadership showing. So we will have that, that uh, FDR-like quote. Oh, boy. Uh, For you, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Some of you textures are funny. Thank God you just, for whatever reason, don't have your own podcast or whatever. <laughs> um, talking about Joe Biden's statement about the secret documents being found in his house the other day and how Biden, just as usual, misread the speech that was written for me, got the punctuation wrong. When Joe Biden said, I take classified documents seriously, the punctuation was supposed to be, I take classified documents seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Now you said his house is that uh, out now? No, 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 no. Or is that just speculation? No, I don't. I, I don't oh, know. Okay. We know it was his office. Now the second location that they that NBC announced yesterday, we don't know where that is yet. But a number of people are guessing he spends all his time at his house. Yeah. He's supposed. I don't remember who broke the part of the story that says he is writing a book. Is some of the reason for having those documents. Hmm. But if you're writing a book and that's why you have the documents, you got them at your house. Yes, Probably. almost certainly. Yeah. yeah, the office of his think tank, which appears to be like the Clinton Foundation, a money laundering operation. Why did flying in this country come to a screeching halt yesterday? Still not completely known. Joe Biden with a strong statement on that moments ago. Let me come up with that. That's something else here. Um, President Biden said, I just spoke to Buttigieg and they don't know what the cause is. I told him to report directly to me when they find out. Yes. So there you go. Directly to him. Go right to, as the Secretary of Transportation, go straight to the president, of course, when you find out why the entire airline system melted down. Yeah, I would hope so. But uh, that's what's going to happen there. Um, On a more important flying question, really, even than were we hacked by China or Russia. More important than that? If you're sitting in the middle seat, do the armrests (laughs) belong to you or to the person to the left or right of you, a, uh, a flight attendant answered that question yesterday. You are sitting in the middle. You get both armrests. Don't be that person who's sitting at the window, who gets the window, plus this outer armrest, and then takes the middle armrest. Middle gets middle armrest. If you're sitting at the window, you get to control the window panel. If you're not, unfortunately, you don't. They get to say. You can ask nicely, but if they don't want to... They don't have to. That's a good one. If it's not take off or landing, you get to put your chair back. You paid for that seat. Airlines design it so you can lay your chair back, put your chair back so you're more comfortable. Wow. Okay. That's one twit's opinion. Please. She does not speak for all flight attendants and certainly not for all of humanity. Do you agree with, disagree with all those or just some of those or... No, I think uh, middle seat clearly gets the armrests. Okay. I think any decent human being, if if somebody says, "Hey, do you mind closing that window? The sun's blazing in my eyeballs," or in my if baby's eyeballs, it, right? Exactly. If you don't, you get to throw your coffee in their face. Or, and, if, uh, or third, if you're like, a Wells Fargo executive, you just urinate on them. <laughs> we never really did talk about that, did we? <laughs> we probably should. And then, how about leaning the seats back? No, the seats should not be uh, lean backable in coach. They need to weld those uh, closed. 
Because you can't expand your space without encroaching in somebody else's. Which was, and there's so little leg room. Yeah, which was fine probably when the seats were originally designed and they had whatever it was, three feet between seats. But right. now that they're, your nose is already up against the seat, yeah, that's just a ridiculous thing. Yeah, I'm five foot ten. Which is not a towering beast of a man, <laughs> and and my nose, my my uh, knees are up against the back of the seat in front of me. Coach. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. How much time we got, Michael? That'll be long enough. So apparently, the University of Spoiled Children (USC) was feeling like Stanford was getting all of the attention for changing <laughs> the, the language, torturing and, the English tongue, and yes. they felt like we need to get onto the onto this too. So the School of Social Work put out a letter saying that we're going to remove the term field from our curriculum and replace it with practicum so that you don't talk about field work, for instance. You talk about practicum work or you don't go out into the field to do some research on people who are, uh, you know, s- struggling with this or that practicum. So we're the place to work with practicum. So please do that in your personal life. I don't know, whatever. I would like to congratulate the School of Social Work at USC for reaching the apex, the very pinnacle of stupidity. I'm not sure you can do better than that. I think this is the four-minute mile being broken in the realm of stupidity. Well done, jackasses. Aren't you glad you pay 50 grand a year or whatever it is to send your kid there? If you missed an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 